0: Welcome to E20, your unofficial EastEnders podcast. Now, I can't seem to find my car keys. Emma.
1: And I'm the poppers to Emma's communal toilets, Connor. <laughs> <laughs> so what have we got coming up this week, Emma?
0: We have your usual roundup, of course, and it's a ballam wedding. Spectacular.
1: Oh, sound a bit Red
0: Worry there. I know. I was like, oh, where are we going with <laughs> that? <laughs> oh no, the <they're> Ratlindberg. <laughs> we play a few little games, all Balam and wedding related, and we have your hero and Slapping Dan, and it might sound a bit different today. As I'm recording from a different location.
1: <laughs> She's still in that mansion. Hiding. Hiding behind the curtains.
0: <laughs> but before we start, here's the jingle. Dun
2: dun, 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 You ain't my mother! Yes, I am! But my boy. Shirley Blimey. Mr
0: Butcher. 57 was my nan. 57 was everyone else.
1: One minute we'll be looking at each other. The next... Rubbing each other's clothes off. Mother always said I could be
0: a da, 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 star. Hope da, da, you
1: enjoyed, da, da, enjoyed the fireworks.
2: Da, 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 da. Good night.
0: Is the wedding on? Or is the wedding off? Well, Callum doesn't know and him and Stuart are stood outside in their dressing gowns and they, they're quite open. <laughs> yes, I
1: did love Stuart's. It was just completely revealing. like It was just like... Just like to let the air in and breathe out. I'm in. I'm in solidarity with them. Emma. I'm currently wearing my dressing yeah. gown, so I'm in solidarity. It's quite revealing, actually. It's quite revealing. I got a bit of my chest out. Got a bit of my chest hair. Yeah, very revealing. Very revealing. <laughs> I just love that bit, like that scene that they're just like lurking outside of a funeral parlour in their dressing gowns that sort are of, quite revealing, drinking coffee, well, like you know. A cup of tea or something. They're just chilling outside. What sights do they behold there? I mean, it's literally just a street ever, and there's <laughs> people walking past. Who goes outside to have a coffee and look? Just morning. Just, just, just keep on walking. I'm just watching you. You just know when watching. you get like
0: people on holiday that stand on the balcony and have their drink. That's what they yeah. were kind of doing, but to, <laughs> yeah, they
1: were doing the English version.
0: <laughs> but to what is it? The the fish van um <laughs> yeah they're still not open argy bargy <laughs> yeah
1: that's an absolute crime that, that, they've never that is done, a crime they've never done that. i live for this callum and Stuart moment though because like callum's hair's fluttering as well like it's very it's a very serious moment but callum's got this like really fluffy hair and she's like fluttering away in the wind and Stuart's like listen maybe you should just call the wedding off but callum callum says no he's going to be there for ben and vi just thinks that the car stinks and uh but that Stuart's bread's got green bits in so you know (laughs) you get the whole spectrum of discussion here (laughs)
0: i did get quite a lot of questions building up in my mind when she mentioned about the bread though like
1: does is that my door i'll just go check oh my god it's gavin he's found you (laughs) i don't know what he might do now Nothing's dropped me off a parcel. <laughs> it's a fairy cakes with cigarettes in. That's exactly what it is. Apparently
0: <laughs> Sorry. Apparently I ordered a bag. I didn't remember. It. <laughs> <laughs> I mean that's
1: extravagance, isn't it? Where you just spend it that willingly willingly like, don't even remember. Don't even remember it.
0: <laughs> anyway, back to what I was saying. Um and just you ass green bits. Yeah, well, um, <laughs> Do you I think? they're not green. Do you think he likes his bread mouldy? Or do you think he didn't know? Did <laughs>
1: it's a very, a very... It's uh, taste there, isn't it, about mouldy bread. <laughs> just love me some penicillin. <laughs> I'm just thinking... <laughs> I can't breathe... <laughs> Yeah, that's done. that's <laughs> it,
0: guys. Podcast over. <laughs> I'm thinking because him Rainey can be a bit odd. And I mean, she had ketchup on ice cream, so I thought maybe this is like yeah, a bit of <laughs> Maybe it's another
1: thing. Maybe she's just dyeing the bread cream. <laughs> <Yeah>. Or maybe <laughs> it's
0: a bit of food coloring. in they have maybe. like, I don't know, it could be like a party version of
2: like a, a oh, space, space <laughs>
1: bread. <laughs> <laughs> I love it. Vi's like, I, I think your bread's got cream bits in. Emma's like, no Vi, that's just party bread. <laughs> <laughs> Meanwhile, everyone's got ergot poisoning. <laughs> you know What's you that get... smell? Well, Callum's arms just fell off. got poisoning.
0: You know how you get like the birthday um, oh, what are they called? It's like <laughs> it's like I'm making it up now.
1: You know? <laughs> I do actually know what you're on about. It's like birthday loaf or something. It's where
0: but like, it's it's like, like
1: the, a cake. It's yes. done like a bread loaf.
0: Oh but, God, it's chaos
1: today, guys. It's chaos. <laughs> well, I love what you say today. <laughs> <laughs> Bless Emma's heart. She thinks we would be doing this by the book. <laughs> we give them a unique experience. It's a unique experience. Very <laughs> unique. <laughs> it's like... Green bits in your bread.
2: <laughs> <laughs>
1: How long's the bread been there for it to have green bits? Well, in? <laughs> when she said about the green bread and then later on about that spoon that was behind the oven, I was just like, that house, what is that house?
0: <laughs> Maybe, right? You know, when people, because obviously it's a funeral parlours, do you think they're feeding them the bread and then killing them off to get
2: money? <laughs>
1: <laughs> that way they get business, proper yeah. business. Well believe how many people die there got poison around wolf. It's unbelievable. <laughs> 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 anyway, someone who doesn't have green multi bread is Kathy and Phil. And Kathy's randomly just come round to Phil's, let herself in as usual, because no one locks the doors round there.
0: Back doors and, uh, always open
1: at Phil's. Yeah, I mean she she's gotta she's come here to set things right. Because this is wedding day and there's no and groom. But Phil has to set her right. Because Ben said no hats. Well, Ben also said the wedding's off Phil.
0: I know. She's come in. She's wearing a hat.
1: Means <gasps> scandalous. A hat at a scandalous. wedding. Scandalous.
0: The absolute scandal. I need to know some po- important information. Okay. Will you be banning hats from your wedding?
1: Well, I won't be, but anything Lexi... Says, I, I just do. I mean, I love that Lexi comes in, right? And it's like she is, she outlawed hats. Like she's like, he said no hats. Like,
0: well, we know what she's like. We saw her at the proposal. We did. That girl terrifies everyone.
1: She, yes, she I swear, I swear she would have threatened Kathy under pain of death. If you wear that hat, Nan, you don't keep your head. I'm telling you. <laughs> She's definitely got the Mitchell blood now. I mean, technically she's had her twice. <laughs> So it's Kathy for, she, she clearly instills the fear at Kathy and be like, you're wearing that hat at that wedding, you're not having your head. Then she starts slagging on her dad for smelling. And then she just, you know, wanders off with her, like, rainbow bouquet. She's like this, like, little evil fairy.
0: <laughs> and then Lexi heads off to the Vic and she just, just starts... um. Doing our best RuPaul runway.
1: <laughs> oh, I love that. I was like, girl, you could do RuPaul's judging panel any day. I would live. <laughs> that would be everything. Can I just say, did she wander off by herself to the Vic? I've got lots of questions because
0: later she goes to the Arches. And that, by herself? From the wedding venue.
1: <laughs> like, I don't mean to be that person. they said, I know, you're not meant to keep your kids, like, you know, for being bound to you for the rest of your life. But she's only little. She's only I know she's got a mouth on her and she flipped and acts like, you know, the next dictator. But come on, she's still a child. They just now want to ever she wants.
0: And Lola's nowhere to be seen.
1: Which yeah, is really. Like strange.
0: She would totally be at the wedding, so I was really confused.
1: I guess it's because of like the COVID rules yeah. and regulations, like um that like not everyone could be there and stuff. But it was very odd that she wasn't like at the reception, she wasn't at the that there was like, no
0: little scene with her. Yes. I'm assuming it'd be the, the Bubbles, I guess she'll it's be in gotta there.
1: It's got
0: to be. I, be, I think she'll be in with the the Fox Trumans.
1: I wonder if they're planning something big for her and Isaac, like maybe yeah. their first on-screen kiss or like like proper kissing and stuff. And, you know, like you know, they might even go for like a, a little night of passion. And obviously <laughs> if they go for that sort of scene, they will need to be bubbled, like yeah. to, to be close so i wouldn't have maybe they bubbled them up and went we can't actually bubble them with anyone else now yeah but look what covid's done even like <laughs> even if something as, as like a as negativity show, like it's just absolute chaos isn't it
0: i guess because like the reason everyone was running late i think the way it was planned was actually quite clever because like mm. people were looking for ben they were all running around trying to get to the wedding and obviously missing it but that meant there was Less people in the area, exactly. You know, they they could socially distance. So you know yeah. why they've done it? Like the Stuart and Rainey one as well. With him being yeah. locked in the car and having to do it that way because that was they're, good. That was the very clever when they come up with them.
1: I have to give EastEnders credit. Me and I do it all the time, but like when it comes to like dealing with COVID, it's obviously really difficult for like sets and production companies to deal with. Like, but EastEnders have been knocking it out of the park ever since coming back. Like. And that's not, like, a, an over-exaggeration. Like, I feel like they've actually done it. Yes, it's been the occasional time when you can tell the person kissing the other person isn't that person <laughs> yeah. they were meant to be.
0: But fair well, enough, considering it's a massive virus going around. Yeah.
1: <laughs> and also they have done you know, really well, kept everyone safe. It's, like, very... It's, like, dedication, isn't it? That's what they've yeah. shown all throughout this, dedication. The actors, the crew, everyone. Dedication to just keeping everyone safe and and you know maintaining like the the COVID regulations and stuff like it it's really admirable that like they've been able to to do it so successfully I just have to sing their praises and
0: I think it's good that they don't like push anything back because you don't know how long this is going to go on for you don't know how long we're going to have to have these things in place like they have the tennis ball technique and stuff which is very clever (laughs) because when you look at it on screen you're like oh those two are sat together and then you see the photos and it's someone in a tennis ball and you're like what <laughs> <laughs> yeah, talking to the tennis ball. but like they've still been able to achieve all these different things it is so clever and so like gargy, at this right? current time and never went oh actually we can't do that storyline because mm-hmm. we might have to do it in the future they've just went we're, we're going to go ahead with it and we're going to find a way to work
1: yeah they've just tried they've risen to the occasion yeah. and have like found a way to make it work for, for, for all of us for all us people who love East and are obsessed with it like I mean it's so good and also can you just imagine bubbling with like can you imagine like Max Bowden, Tony Clay and like um, Jamie and everyone, them all bubbling together can you imagine how chaotic that would have been wouldn't <laughs> like lads night out or something wouldn't it lads, 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 lads. <laughs> <laughs> we've got to go back to the Vic, to everyone frantically searching for Ben and worrying where he is Billy has a theory Emma and it was a theory I would be remiss if I left out. Instead of looking in the arches, the most plausible place to look for Ben. Yes, because not a
0: single person's looked there yet. The only person who thinks of that is Lexi. and Yeah,
1: Phil... no one looked. Phil and Lexi, yeah. No one else thought of that. Um, instead of that, Billy's got his own theory that she might have stolen Ben too. I was like, hold up, Billy. This ain't red water. This ain't red water, love. You're on the wrong show, man. I know he got your wife and technically is like, sort of foster mother, but he's not going there with his half-brother or his step-brother or whatever they classify each other as.
0: I was so confused when no-one was like, oh, let's check Ben's places of work. Like, Jay, for example, just can't get hold of him I'm on the phone. I don't know where he is. We're well, not yeah, going to I was just like, what? And le- there's Lexi wandering all the way from the registry office, like...
1: Yes, yeah, there he is. she's is. <laughs> Can I just say as well, I love that Lexi. It's like, he's not going to ruin my big day. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, Lexi, I don't know what it is, but I so relate with you. Like, in this moment, like, this would be me. Like, I would be absolutely like, I can't believe this. It's just, it's ruined everything. She's be, giving, like, so over the top.
0: She's giving off Monica Geller vibes.
1: <laughs> yes. Yes. <laughs> and I have to say, not everyone's worried about Ben. Not everyone is worried about Ben, Emma. Because we cut to the cafe and someone is sat whinging. The same someone who's been winching for quite some time now. <laughs> it's with. <laughs> <laughs> Suddenly, after two years, she's decided Ben has robbed her twice. Well, well, he didn't rob you, though, really. Like, he just slept with your man who happened to be gay.
0: Slept with your
1: man. Man. (laughs) Jolene, Jolene. I could just imagine us singing that song, couldn't you? She'd be like, Ben Lean, Ben
0: Lean, Ben Lean, Ben Lean. Please don't take my cow.
1: (laughs) (laughs) With Irish skin and boiler suits. (laughs) Oh, I love it. I just love that she's so obsessed. Now, it's so bizarre because, like, she is seething that they're even happy, but um, clearly they're not. They're not getting married, and yet she's still complaining. Like, she's still going on a rant to, like, to Gritch. I can't believe this. Still getting away with this. Well, your poisonous words worked with. Like, what more do you... Do you actually want to kill him? Well, (laughs) yeah. Maybe that's a spoiler. (laughs) And since she's not concerned, and everyone else seems too busy looking everywhere else, Phil, Phil's come round to sort things out. And he knows he took his time, but now he couldn't be prouder of Ben. All that would make, the only thing that would make him any more prouder would be seeing him stood next to the man he loves, get married. And I was just like, oh. Oh my god, I'm actually going to cry. Phil's words—they don't do anything to to move Ben, and in fact, Ben decides he's going to lie and protect Callum a little bit, but also get Phil off of his back. And he says that Callum cheated on him, and Phil actually audibly laughs. <laughs> I was like, "Oh my
2: god, would I say anything?" He's like, <laughs> "Callum,"
1: <ha." laughs> I was like, "What?" Phil flipping heck. Huh? I think it's because deep down, Ben isn't angry with Callum I think Ben is angry with himself because he blames himself like we heard last week he obviously blames himself and I think ultimately deep down he is in love with Callum and he will sacrifice anything to be with him because that is like true love and Ben's only ever felt this close to love once before and he lost it so I think he's still trying to hold on to it in some way even when he's trying to trying to get out of it at the same time
0: and do you think part of him's probably like not blaming phil but blaming like all the stuff he's done to impress him knowing that Mm -hmm. that's made him like kind of who he is and that's kind of what's got them in this mess in the first place in his eyes he thinks that that's what's made him do all that and then that's what's made callum have to like help him because the reason i mean he was caught on cctv because he was trying yeah. to help fill that time in pressville and um and that's why he blames himself as being like this bad person who's the reason callum's turned into like
1: this person this person like this, this liar is, is how ben is now yeah him as. and i think you're right i think that is where it all comes from and let's not forget like ben Ben spent a large portion of his life being told by others that he's bad like whether it be Phil uh, whether it be Stella um, you know it's going to be difficult for him to shake those feelings now as an adult and I think adding that to to the fact that Callum betrayed the family to protect Ben will just make him feel even worse I think it will make him feel like it is his fault.
0: It like kind of links to what he says later to Phil when he's like Protecting Callum, and he's like, "We can do better. We don't have to be like this."
1: Yeah, it's the duality of Ben and a play. It's the the boy who always wanted to be the the best, the best son his dad ever wanted, and the boy who he really is. Like, yeah, like it's that I know duality that of two.
0: We mentioned it on the podcast, like probably last year now. Um. But we've mentioned, uh, probably mentioned it a couple of times, uh, that like he's got the two sides to him. He's got the what the the Ben that wants to impress Phil and be the the ultimate son that he he always wants to have on the jobs. So that yeah, he wanted to be like how Phil pretty much treated Denny in a way. And yeah. then you've got okay. the and people like that. Then you've got the Ben who wants to be himself and be with Callum. And he's got yeah. that softer side as well.
1: Yeah. yeah. Ben is a very complicated character. And he's someone who has been through abuse and has been warped by it, but has now found love and understanding and and self-love as well. That's such an important thing that I think is a really good message in this whole Balam wedding, is that Ben finally is willing to love himself more than... Just love someone else, that's a really important aspect to life. You have to be happy and um, with yourself before you can be with anyone else. Little word of advice from an old croner such as me.
0: <laughs> His birthday next week is 122.
1: I am, I'm 122. The only person who's as old as me, Emma, is is Zach from East Enders as well, because we know he's 123. <laughs> yeah, he's
2: 123, so <laughs> <laughs> he was.
1: When was he born again? 1923.
0: Oh, yes, yeah, so no, you're, you're much older, but he's in his 90s. I'm much older, but he's, he's
1: getting
0: he there. He's, he's getting there. Well, I could
1: have a toy boy, Emma. <laughs> you could. A 93 year old toy boy. <laughs> 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 well, Phil, I love it because Phil obviously leaves Ben after Ben says, you know, he cheated on it uh, and he lied about it. And Phil actually is, like, so protective of Ben at this moment because he's furious. He's actually furious that Callum would have the audacity to cheat on Ben. And, you know, it could have just stayed there. It could have just stayed there with Phil thinking Callum would cheat on him. But poor old Stuart. Oh, no. (laughs) He pulls the Hagrid, guys. He pulls a Hagrid. You know, the, I shouldn't have said that, moments. <laughs> and he goes over to Phil. And he's like, if you leave one finger on that boy, I'll kill you. And he's like, you know, he just was doing this to protect you. It's all because of Ben and your family. And he's like, what do you mean he was doing this to protect us? <laughs> like, oh, you didn't know that, did you? I just
0: love I loved afterwards when he was just the whole time through the wedding he was like looking behind him like yes, just waiting just in, case. just in case and you, you could see him like haha oops I, what have I done. <laughs>
1: I love it though as well because you know that that is one protective older brother and he will he does mean what he says if Phil had come through them doors at any moment and tried to attack Callum he would have killed Phil. I have no doubt, and uh, that—that's not me glorifying it. He shouldn't. No one should die. I just know that Stuart would have either died trying to to defend Callum or killed for Callum. That is how, like, how important Callum is to Stuart. Um, You know, just as much as Phil would do that for Ben, Stuart would do that for Callum. Stuart is like Callum's surrogate dad. Um, and if you're an older sibling as as, like me I am an older sibling do feel like that especially if you come from like a home that has difficulties and things that you do become protective and you could see that in this moment with Stuart it was so good you could see like you could see all the depth to every character this wedding has brought out so much depth to everyone it's just beautiful and also I love it I love it. I shouldn't have said that kind of moment. You know, where they've messed up and told someone saying the most terrible truth. I loved Um, it because
0: during the vows, the vows were so lovely and then the whole time in between the two of them you could see Stuart's face like just checking like, I can't believe I've just done
1: that. I love it as well when Ben finally is, like, confronted by Lexi. She's been on walkabouts. She's been on walkabouts. She had his word with film absolutely ruined the wedding. Um, Lexi comes over. She's she's just completely abandoned by her parents. She's just wandering the square. Um, she, she's the only one with a brain cell to think, I know where Dad will go.
0: How far is the registry office from Albert Square? Because that girl will have walked a while.
1: Like, that's right. I was thinking, her poor little feet. <laughs> Uh, Poor little feet, honestly. She's a dainty little thing. Can you imagine? They'll be worn down to flipping stumps. <laughs> I love that she came along like a little LGBT activist with like rainbow bouquet as well. But not and was like, Yeah. And a little bit just like, oh, don't worry about it, Dad. It's alright. I never really thought it was uh, you know, love was real anyway. Never really believed it. I just wanted the dress. And I think that's an admirable trait in Mexico. <laughs> <laughs> We've all had to do something terrible to get something we really wanted.
0: <laughs> like, for example, Connor had to send Billy Big Banana some photos.
1: I mean, I did. He was he was desperate, and I felt bad. And he was offering a little bit of cash, and that could help with my wedding. So I uh, thought, so why not? Yeah, you go, Billy Big Banana. You eat your heart out. <laughs> <laughs> but then, I mean, that Irish guy wasn't happy though. I was going to say he was like, listen, you you only sent those videos to me. And I was like, I'm not tied down to any one person, love. I'm a free spirit. But I'm then, a free um, spirit. I fly. But
0: then, not only he wasn't impressed. Frankie wasn't even. I mean, you didn't send any that far. Like, she shouldn't have been looking at your
1: private photos. I know, and she's always in. She's always She's always involved in my business. Frankie. She's always looking at these videos. I, I, I feel like saying, hey, it was my stand. It's my stand first. I think you'll find he's... Well, I think what we have with Lexi, though, is that she's doing a little bit of a telenovela, guys. She's doing a bit of an Oscar piece here. She's pretending to only have cared about that dress and not believe in love so that she can get her dad to convince himself to go to the wedding and believe in love once more. I was like, my God, she's literally like the most cleverest little child ever. She's like, forbid reverse psychology, to dad. I'm just living for this. She's like well, you know, grandma and granddad's been married like 300 times and, and mum's on her third boyfriend and Ben's like, hey, listen, don't, you can't be that cynical at your age. I've been fighting for the right to love who I want to marry for years. I've been fighting for the right to love who I want to love for years. You can't tell me it doesn't exist. And then she just says, so where is it then? I did want her to say, so what is love? What is love? Baby, don't hurt <laughs> don't <hate it. laughs> me. But instead, she says, Where is it? And then I thought, Well, he could have went even further. Where is the love? Like, love? Yeah. Where is oh, the where love? Is love? <laughs> just pulled out a bit of my old quiet boy, quiet boy all that <laughs> twisting and this <laughs> Does it fall from scars? <laughs> <laughs> and I was just like, Ah, yes, yes, it's yes, yes, very clever, yeah. So where is it, Dad? Where is love then? And then he realises, doesn't he? He's like, it's waiting for him at that registry office whilst Vi's telling him, telling Callum that wedding's on his thing and calling Jay Jason.
0: And the other Whitney's available.
1: And tell Callum that, you know, if this one doesn't work out, the other Whitney's still available. Uh, Don't think she understands the the concept of homosexuality, but that's (laughs) alright. And, uh, Ben, he comes, he comes to get his man, but hold up, because the minute he steps to that door, as much as Stuart was panicking that it was going to be filled, <laughs> uh, there's someone else he should fear. No one steps in front of Lexi, she goes first.
0: <laughs> I was like, Ben, do what she says, do what she I know,
1: says. I was like, just do what she says, Ben, she might kill us all. <laughs> Watch wash him on <laughs> 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 poor Margaret she never got to say that she would have been invited well do you know when
0: have... her and Denny had all those those great times together apparently <laughs> he
1: to how to kill people
0: <laughs> apparently whatever Lexi said Denny done <laughs>
1: <laughs> <laughs> and I love this bit because Stuart's obviously panicking he wants to make sure that Callum Callum, like, he interrupts Lexi's big moment so that he can try and warn Callum about what's coming his way. But Callum says, anything he has to say can wait because all that matters now is him and Ben. Nothing else matters. It was the orchestra starts to play that tune and Jeremy stands there smiling at the Cheshire Cat.
0: (laughs) He's back! (laughs) Yeah,
1: he's back, guys. Jeremy, the (laughs) highway (laughs) saviour.
0: Do you think, like, they have him on commission or something?
1: Yeah, definitely on call. Yeah, Jeremy, you know how you're like capable of officiating a wedding? Can you like come come round? Yeah, cheers, cheers love. <laughs> um, pay extra. <laughs> I mean, I hope he doesn't pay, I hope his face on is as high as Denny Akura's because, God, his face
0: is terrible. His face are something else, aren't they?
1: Try and get him to do a reading. Flipping heck, honestly. Well, whilst the orchestra starts to play and Jeremy smiling like a church cat, Phil is smashing Callum's picture up because he's furious. How dare he? He's been sharing his home with a glass. (laughs) I knew (laughs) knew you were going to do that. I I honestly thought, I thought, do you know what they missed? Opportunity there. They missed saying he's been causing havoc. Havoc. I thought that would have been great. Havoc. Havoc. Well, Phil's on his way. He's got his invite. Oh, and he's got something to say that when he wants... You know that bit where they say... Does anyone have any reason for why these two may not be lawfully joined in matrimony? Bill's got something to say. He's but, got, I don't know if it's lawful, but he's got something <laughs> to say.
0: I did half expect him to get through the door at that point.
1: Mm, if it wasn't for a certain safety, a certain hero. You know, they say heroes don't wear capes. No, they don't. They wear leather prints.
2: Oh, they this do. This hero
1: is Kathleen. Kathleen Moon. And she comes charging across the street, she? she's like, no, Phil, I know that look on your face, and you're not going there to throw confetti. More likely knives, punches, bullets. And uh, she gets in front of that car like the hero she is, and she stops him. I that think should be on the first it, sight, shouldn't it? I was going to say, I think that was the first clue. <laughs> Honestly, we're all so focused we weren't on ball We weren't even looking. That was the first telltale sign. That someone's going to use the car to try and kill a cat. <laughs> We should have all been like, "Cat, get out of the way! It's coming your
0: way. Fate's coming!" <laughs> you know what? It gives me flashbacks to when Cat um, was tri- was on that moped when she was learning to, like oh, no, taxi right. drive uh for some reason. Sure, that story. Mate. And she knocked over that that old man.
1: Yeah, and then gave the whole the whole dream up, didn't she? Yeah. No. Oh. Did she ever get done for that hit and run?
0: I don't think so. <laughs>
1: Just runs in there like friendship circles and family hit and runs, doesn't it? Why well,
0: does wi- Whitney not just go, you know, Kat, it wasn't me. Did you not see the old man in the
1: car? <laughs> it was a revenge. And <laughs> <laughs> oh, Whitney just leans <laughs> over and just goes, hey, it was me, Kat. I, yeah, because you hit my granddad. <laughs> she's been playing the long game all this time. <laughs> she, she just turns around and she's like, you, after all this time, and she goes, always.
0: <laughs> been waiting for the moment. She's been planning it. The reason that they that she became like family is because she, she her family. <laughs> <laughs>
1: I love that we've just came up with a more believable backstory why Whitney suddenly lost her <laughs> mind. <laughs> it's true. Well, back to the wedding because Cat manages to hold Phil for a moment. I mean, a moment. Sort of. She kind of fails to keep him in check uh, and turns her back on him. Uh, Bad
0: idea, bad idea.
1: And uh, West, Phil has sort of halted for a second and and we're back to the wedding. And Ben, unfortunately, doesn't have the rings. He doesn't have the rings. But I was like, hey, love, don't worry. They didn't have rings back in the olden days. Just do a bit of hand tying. I love a bit of hand tying me. Use that ribbon from Lexi's book. Actually, don't use the ribbon because... I feel like she might she might kill someone if you were like, Lexi, look, can we just borrow that ribbon?
0: <laughs> She'd be like, don't take my outfit. <laughs> it is my day.
1: Yeah, she definitely would. She would be like, excuse me?
0: Lexi excuse- will not let you.
1: <laughs> yeah, this is my big day and this is my bouquet. You won't take either. Ross actually wanted a bit of a, a hand-tying ceremony. I've got oh. the I've gone for rings, though, because I'm a, I'm a bit of a traditionalist like that. Uh, I mean, I suppose hand-tying's the most traditional, but <laughs> but I'll go, but you know what I mean. Like, but uh, you like
0: the accessories.
1: I like the accessories more. <laughs> I, I can't keep a piece of flipping fabric, can I, forever? Like,
0: but a ring always looks but nice. But a ring, I
1: can. And, uh, yeah, he, he was into, uh, like, that hand-tying thing. So I was just like, yeah, just do a bit of hand-tying. I'm sure there's a bit of fabric somewhere around here you can just wrap around your wrists. Come on. That'll be right up by Street, I'm sure she was used to hand-tying, you know, she's, she's obviously from that era.
0: I thought their vows to each other were really, really lovely.
1: Oh, their vows were lovely. I would say, they're not as nice as mine. I've <laughs> got mine poured out already two years in advance, they're not as nice as mine. But oh, I like that, nice.
0: you're, you're prepared.
1: Oh yeah, of course. <laughs> I'm not a cush kind of guy where I'm like, I've got 10 minutes, I'll just write my vows now in the kitchen. Like, that's not my sore thing. I'm not a Valentine's You're two romance. You're years,
0: two years in advance.
1: Yeah. You know, I, I unlike like and Whitney, I was with my partner for seven years before deciding the time or not. So, you know, Ben's were really sincere and beautiful. When he said, you see me, you get me, and you always have, I was just like, oh. And he also said in the, like, he managed to kind of worm in there a bit, like, you know, reword things a little so he could say that he forgives Cal without having to, like, you know, out Callum's transgression to everyone. Like, he kind of he was able to say that, and it, you could say that touched Callum as well. And I love when he said to Callum that when he's with Callum, he's better and he's whole. And I actually think that's so that whoever's writing this does understand the feelings of love really well
0: and then we got to um Callum's vows and he kind of said a very similar thing to Ben when he said like before Ben he was like put together wrong and then it was like Ben picked up the pieces and put them back together
1: yeah and when he said the way it always should have been yeah I was just like oh my god Callum Callum like, literally, after Ben, I was already, like, writing, I had my hankies out and everything, guys. I, you, everyone knows I'm a big softy here. Uh, and, you know, I might be a bit of a socky, socky bitch every now and again, but I am a big softie. And when that scene happened, I was, like, already sobbing. And then when Callum said that line, I was like, oh, my God. Hand us the tissues again. It was so sweet and so honest. And, again, it was, again, heartfelt and realistic. Like, for gay men in particular, like, especially gay men who've had to hide, that is definitely the feeling. When they can finally be who they are and be with the person they love, it must be so liberating and feeling. I never felt like that, I have to say, as a gay man. I never felt, because so, I, I was born in a much better time, although I still had homophobia. I would never say I never did. Uh, I don't have that feeling of, like, having to hide who I am and, and you know, living a lie and things like that. I couldn't, I couldn't understand that, and i definitely sympathise with it. And I think Callum being able to say that was so poignant because he was almost going to have to live a lie. He was almost willing to sacrifice who he was uh, and his own happiness simply for society and for kind of the prejudices that are forced down on him. So to have him say that line that he was broken and he was put together wrong to begin with, and then, like... Then Ben fixed him. It was just like, oh my god. I also love that Callum like followed up. They always do this really well in EastEnders. They follow up that really hard moment with like comedy where it's like, you know, your cheeky smile, your gobby, and you are a bit broken. I was just like, I love that. I was like, that's who that Ross is definitely gonna say about me. <laughs> it's gonna be like a bit broken, but I love you anyway. <laughs> Either that or he'll see was being mad. I know that. They are now pronounced husband and husband and then Lexi just starts pouting them in the face with some confetti doesn't she? <laughs> sure. I was like easy go you know, Jesus can
0: I do that for you
1: yeah of course you can excellent
0: You're gonna I'm, gonna, right in my eyes. I'm gonna throw confetti right in your eyes
1: can I just say as well as a gay man like it was just so lovely to actually say the first ever gay marriage the first ever official gay marriage on screen and that like that's no disrespect to uh, Christian Sayed. they again paved the way for civil partnerships and the like but for me the overall goal for for me feeling equal in society and also like for everyone who's like me feeling equal in society is like being able to to get married to to have kids if we ever want to have kids. You know, own a house and be happy to live together without the fear of being, you know, like arrested or beaten up for, for anything. Like that this marriage seen on screen was just so awe inspiring. And it like it, it really did make us like feel choked up. Like I watched it and I was just like, I can't believe that we're in this in this situation today where on T V we're able to see people get married who are gay.
0: So off we head to the Albert for Everyone but Ben, who decides to head home first. But Kat's there, because Kat has to tell him about what's been going on with Phil. But Kathy's just upset because she missed the whole thing, which, I mean, I, I mean I'm mean i sad for her.
1: Yeah, she missed a good thing. We, we all got to enjoy it. She definitely missed a, a fab show. I, w- I would say I love that Ben sent Kathy to stop Phil. <laughs> like, that was his plan. He was like, You've got to look after Callum and don't let my daddy even any him ma'am. I was just like, Flipping heck, I didn't know Cathy had like the skills to to fight them off.
0: Let's be honest, like, if you're gonna send anyone, you would just send Lexi.
1: True. Lexi would could you imagine be like, now your granddad's coming for Callum and he's hell bent on stopping this one. She'd be like, say no more. And then she'd just literally summon up in, like a hell portal, wouldn't she? just send it phil's way she'd be
0: like no one ruins my day yeah
1: she'd just be like unleash the kraken and she's just like monster just flies out of the, the, the ground that's what would happen lexi would destroy phil if it came down to it she'd be like i don't think so granddad if i have to kill i will
0: she has like, no fear
1: yeah she has no fear lexi she has none and I just love it. I, I love that it was Cat, Wait, and I came round to warn Ben and stuff. So it just shows how much they have evolved in their relationship as well. Because, like, you know, a few years back, like they were almost they were like proper adversaries. And I think it just speaks a lot about like how much Ben has evolved and and how much Cat has. Like, you know, it's so good to say that she came here to stop Phil from harming Callum. But back to the reception, guys, because that's where the party's at. Back to the reception. The cake
0: was a bit odd, wasn't it?
1: The cake was strange, actually. That is not what my cake is going to be. We're not having what Ross wants either, because he wants (laughs) fruit cake. And I'm sorry, I'm not having fruit cake. I'm a staunch believer that cake should be cake. It should be fruit.
0: Yeah, I'm going to guess. Are we going to have chocolate cake in there?
1: Of course, we're going to have chocolate cake in there, am I? I said to Ross, we might do a half and half cake, but it's not going to be flipping half chocolate, half fruit cake. I'm sorry.
0: No, half and half cake's always fair. Yeah. Both get to say.
1: Yeah. You can pick anything, you can pick any other type of cake except fruit, Oh, carrot.
0: Oh, I hate carrot cake. Why, yeah, why is that a thing? I'm sorry,
1: that's evil, isn't it? That cake.
0: Why do you want carrots in a cake?
1: That's really Ross's favourite cake, you know. I did have a moment where I thought seven years we've been together and you've confessed that sin to me. Man.
0: It always reminds me of the Miranda episode where she goes, A savoury muffin. Yeah, exactly. There's enough disappointments in the world.
1: <laughs> <laughs> Who wants
0: that? Who cake wants is very sweet. Chocolate oh, cake sorry. is like the number one.
1: Yeah, absolutely.
0: You, I and was also like, a Victoria sponge is a lovely case. <laughs> oh, the
1: Victoria sponge. Can't
0: beat a Victoria sponge. sponge. It's a nice, plain, simple choice.
1: I love a good Victoria sponge. I live for this reception, though, because you've got Jay, like, he's like, I was a fan of the Vows, I was a fan of the Vows. Billy winching about not getting served any anything. Like, he's like, well, come on, what's the whole top? Well, you kind of meant to wait for both the groups. At least most
0: people made it to the... Um, to the reception. Apart from Lola, still nowhere to
1: be seen. Yeah, Lola's disappeared. Isaac's got her locked up in a cupboard somewhere. Um, <laughs> if you see her, see her, please inform the police or the authorities.
0: Those um, were the real posts as he was taken down. Missing yeah, Lola. They were
1: Lola once. <laughs> Stuart tells Cal the truth, and Cal, in a panic, flees into the night. Obviously to either see Ben or confront Phil. We're not quite sure which is the on his agenda. Kathy's failed in her, her quest to protect Callum.
0: And, and quite um, quickly as well. Quite quickly.
1: Yeah, l- very quickly. Everyone's making their way into the streets on the Ben's chasing after Cal and Phil. Cat's chasing after Ben and Phil. Callum's fleeing Be- Phil. But someone, someone is waiting in the house of Grey, seething with rage. It's Whitney. And she's doing what she does best, apparently, out of nowhere, randomly. Ranting about the Ballon wedding.
0: She said, um, and the fact they've done it on the day of Kush's funeral. Well, actually, due to time difference, is that correct? Um, yeah, obviously that too.
1: <laughs> Maybe for you, not for
0: Carmel. <laughs> and secondly, technically, wouldn't Kush's funeral be, would have been organised after the wedding was set? Therefore, they've picked the same day.
1: Exactly. You chose the day with, not them. (laughs) (laughs) I have all the sympathy that she's traumatized, that she's had, you know, years and years of heartbreak and, you know, horrible things happen to her. But don't inflict your pain on other people. Get help.
0: She's getting more and more angry and and Grey does the most British thing I've ever seen. He goes, I'll put the kettle on. However, with Whitney, I can't believe he put the kettle on. He should have went, I'll order you a takeaway.
1: It's exactly. He's never got the right language down for her, to see. He? This is why they never were a thing.
0: This is why she carried on and done what she done, because he didn't just yeah. give her a takeaway.
1: If he had said, listen, I've ordered her KFC. It's coming now. Don't worry. She would have been a like, great, can't wait. <laughs> that, that's me. idea. I'm calm now. She was just angry. That's all it was. Just yeah. anger. I, I know well, the feeling. I love the bit, I love the bit where she's like trying to pretend that this is all about Callum and that she's just concerned for Callum's safety, being with Ben Mitchell. And then five minutes later, she's like, why is it that Ben gets everything? It's like, okay, so it's not about Callum, it's about Ben. And then I love where she's like, why does Ben get to have a happy ever after when I stole mine twice? um, Whitney, firstly, your first husband was gay okay? Ed Ben didn't kill Cush. Grace managed to talk it down, doesn't he, Emma? Talks it down, without a takeaway as well.
0: Right, she he said, does, yeah. Go. Until she sees his car keys.
1: Yeah. I mean, he did, did also tell her that there's nothing linking the Mitchells, either. And she still decides that even after that, there must be.
0: He's like, will you shut up about Cush? Ben <laughs> I genuinely got, the, I got to that point where I was thinking, e, do you think he's going to say... Oh, you know what? I shut up! Him. I killed him. Like, we shut <laughs> up. <laughs> I would love
1: that if we like, said Listen, I killed Cush, not them. I'm sick of you and on about this wedding. We shut because it got
0: to the point where it's like, nothing ties the Mitchells to Cush, and then he's just like, I love that it she's was still there. just she's like? Why like? There must be. <laughs> I love it because she's like, you haven't done your job properly. <laughs>
1: <laughs> it's not a private detective.
0: <laughs> so she gets these car keys and she can hear voices in the distance.
1: Voices in the night. And this scene with Ben versus Phil and everything was beautiful. As I've already mentioned earlier, Ben says beautiful lines when he's trying to get through to Phil. When he's saying to him, you know, like we can be better. We can be better than this. We don't have to be like this anymore, Dad. And it's just like, oh, God, pulls on your heartstrings. I love when Phil, I have to say, I love when Phil was like, you did cheat on me. We- you cheated on all of us. I was just like, I love that, Phil. <laughs> he was like, Callum cheated on him.
0: Do you know that special relationship, <laughs> Phil and Callum? Have they been had having?
1: a very special, very close bond. <laughs> Not red water level, maybe Honey and Jay level. <laughs>
0: Oh, my God, there could be hashtag Oh
1: <sighs> That would be something. <laughs> but as this is all going down, as this is all going down, Whitney can hear their voices in the distance. She's got the keys in her hand, doesn't she? Emma? She's got the car. So you know what that means. Naturally, she's going to commit vehicular homicide.
0: She's, so she's going to try and run Ben over, but somehow mistakes cat. <laughs> for Ben and and runs over her long time, f- long time friend and practically family member Cat. Yeah, um, I did. I did find it funny when um like Cat was going in the ambulance and Phil was just like, "Oh, I'll I'll go with her. Don't worry." And Kathy came along and was like, "Um, uh, he's not."
2: Yeah, I love that.
0: Ben with Ben looked at her like, "Yeah," and she's like, "They're not." Phil and Cat, <laughs> and then she went. And I then, love it. And then she was like, like, I've got nothing against Kat. I just don't know how you can go from Kush to Phil.
1: <laughs> I mean, yeah. But it's not all about looks now, is it, Cathy? I mean, you went from Phil to Gavin. <laughs> and he will slip-on shoes and chase you around a manor house. <laughs> don't know what he might do now. That's what she should have just said. <laughs> we Phil the with um, I live for the fact that Whitney just drives off. Right? She's, oh, just yeah. Her longest yeah. She friend, just, drives off just
0: It's the way Grey's is so annoyed because like he's had to like lie for her, say it was yeah. kids because with his car as well because his car's now gone. it's gotten the police. He's had to lie for her because he comes to the scene and finds out like a, a maniac's been driving. He can't find his car keys or yeah. his car, so he's like, oh, Whitney's not listening to me. And um, yeah. so he, he just runs off after looking at them all. <laughs> just keeps going. And then... <laughs> What's happened? Cas be hit by a car. Bye! <laughs> he just keeps going, <laughs> running into the distance. And then um, Whitney just seems to be more bothered that she might go to prison. Yes! My
1: God, can we talk about that? Like, she literally comes in, she's like, who did I hit? Did I hit Callum? But then as soon as he says, no, no, you hit catch, he's like, oh, okay. Does that mean I'm going to jail? <laughs> <laughs> so he's
0: he's like, I've had to cover, I've had to say it was kids that I saw in the street.
1: Yeah, I tell you what, they've but... got some antisocial kids around there. First it was smashed up Mr. Puppetopolis's shop, now they're <laughs> slipping, hijacking, Grace car. <laughs> Let's be
0: honest, they would all blame poor little Amy Mitchell. <laughs>
1: yeah, they probably would. I mean, that poor girl... That poor girl. <laughs> I know she's shouting at. She's she's done a bit of bad stuff of late, but why do grown adults keep shouting at her? And
0: I feel like I know she's she's doing really bad things, yeah. but these are adults shouting at her, and if they're not for it's because Jack pays absolutely zero attention. <laughs> anyway, yeah, off track. Care.
1: Off track. Yeah, back on track.
0: Back on track. <laughs> So, do you not do you not think Grey's probably a bit more? concerned about the car because tina was once wrapped up in there might be some evidence
1: i mean i was worried about that and i was like oh i wonder if that's where it's gonna go i don't know that they're gonna go there because often when they do forensics they'll just stick to one section that they know they need yeah they'll probably just
0: but that's the thing he's like i mean can you imagine
1: if you open the boot and it was just tina there (laughs) (laughs) Shirley's (laughs) like, oh, there you are. We've got a room. I've been in there for weeks. He never killed us. just left us in there. Used to bring us food and water and then close it back down. Where's my bedroom? (laughs) Shirley's like, come
0: on, mix. Kick the kids out. You can have your room back. Yeah. Nancy's just left. Get yourself in there. they'll probably look at like the steering wheel and everything like that and Whitney's yeah, like well don't he, worry I always drive your car I yeah but they're should. not going to find any other prints it's going to be yours and Grey's so it had to be one of you it's not going to be these imaginary youths and I just and, say though like these imaginary kids even
1: sure to drive Grey's car
0: no she probably isn't so like that's because I was like that's bad. illegal
1: anyway they'll be like well why is Whitney's fingerprints in this car
0: <laughs> <laughs> shouldn't be driving anyway yes we are and there'll be, no, there'll be nothing to prove there was anyone else other than those two driving it. Other than them, yeah. Uh, so the next day, Cat wakes up in the hospital with Jean looking ever so happy with a little balloon, a little sunshine balloon, um, just to cheer her up. But she gets a bit of a shock. Because it's family only,
1: and, well, Phil stayed all night. Hmm. It's like he's family. Whitney... But well, she's at home and apparently the guilt's all worn off in 24 hours and the worry about the police is all worn off because she's back to hating Ben and Callum. How can I move on from the man I loved?
0: And then Grey just absolutely lost it, didn't he? One minute he's like, I'm assisting an offender. And he's giving out all the lawyer spiel that he, he loves yeah. to, to throw out every now and then. And then he's like, You were with them for
1: a couple of months. It wasn't love. It was an infatuation. Will you (laughs) shut up? (laughs) (laughs) I feel like whilst obviously Grey is like a horrible, flipping individual and definitely should go to jail, he definitely channeled a bit of me and Emma in this situation because I feel like he literally, quote, tweeted our tweets. Like, you were together with Kush for two months. Yes, you knew him longer as a friend. But to say you were intimately in love with him after two months is insane. Like, you can't say you knew him intimately. You didn't even know he was lying.
0: Well, even Kat says later on, like, like I still, although we split up, I still felt for Cush and Phil knew that. Yes. So, like, you didn't see her picking up the car keys and heading <laughs> You're off to murder, people. <laughs> yeah. And Grace, like, you must not go and see Kat. Because she's like, I'm going to go and see Kat. And then after a pretty big warning and Gray's just absolutely sick of her and she's t- she's now starting to see the side to grey that's quite scary mm-hmm. it, she decides she decides it's a good idea just to to go and see cat anyway and she pretends that she didn't run her over for a little bit by like oh i hope you're okay cat and we're like yeah, i love
1: that <laughs> she walks in she's like oh how are you doing Cat sends her a death glare.
0: <laughs> she's like, I why did you try to
1: kill me? Yeah. And then she's like, oh, that's nice of you. That's nice of you. You were worried. Then she's like, well, yeah. Well, are like proper family, aren't we? Yeah, I mean, family's all about running people over, isn't it? <laughs> An attempted murder. What's family without a bit of that.
0: Well, especially on the square, to be fair.
1: I mean, to be fair, yeah. I mean, Ben's trying to kill Phil so many times now. And uh, Phil's trying to kill his brother, and Phil's brother trying to kill him. Like, yeah, family on the square pretty much is all about attempted murder. <laughs> so, on that record, Whitney's right. <laughs> <laughs> and then I love it because the like, cat's just like, I know it was you. I know it was you. I just don't understand why you did it. And she's like, It was Ben. He had a pay. He took away my happiness. He's gonna take. I, I wasn't gonna let him get away with this. Oh, the best bit, my favorite bit, is when she goes, "Why did you do it, though?" And then Whitney leads in. She's like, "The Mitchells. They killed Gush." As if it's like some great big secret. <laughs> she whispers it to Cat and says, like "She's in on the secret. Only, <laughs> only Whitney knows this secret." And then it's like, "No, Whitney, you're crazy. They didn't." And then Cat's like, "No." they didn't yeah. <laughs> no they
0: didn't and she's like I know this because I'm with Phil <laughs> yeah
1: and like Emma says Phil loves Kat so much or has so strong a feelings for Kat that he would never have hurt Kush because he knew it would impact their relationship and really hurt Kat
0: and then obviously and then Gray's furious because he finds out she went to see Kat after seeing <laughs> saying- don't think
1: that.
0: Yeah. So Chucks are out.
1: And it looks like uh, chucking people out to the new in thing, am I? Because we go back to the Mitchells' house and Phil returns and Well, although he was sort of coming round when they were talking about being better on before the, the hit and run, it seems that hit and run knocked something out of uh, Phil, any level of compassion, any level of thought. Because now he wants Callum out. He'll not kill him. He'll not hurt. But he wants him out. He doesn't want to see him ever again. And Ben stands with Callum, and that means the two of them are out.
0: And I think that means Kat's recovery will be at the Mitchells' house. Hashtag that!
2: <laughs>
0: this week's Slapping Dan goes to Whitney.
1: Oh, Whitney, how you have fallen. You were once our hero of the week. Multiple times, actually. But now you have taken the dark path. You may be redeemable. You may come back from this. And we pray you do, but the regular homicide is never okay. And that's why you're getting slapped down.
2: Our
0: hero this week is Lexi.
1: I mean, we were just too frightened not to have her <laughs> as
2: the hero this week. I mean, I'm out. I don't know what she might do. Dun, 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 as
0: Lexi is our hero of the week. We will be right out of Lexi's. and we're going to give this week four Lexi's. Yeah, I think I think that I would have liked more of the wedding, or more in more of the like after, just like a lot more wedding centered, a lot more balance centered, in the sense that like. When we used to have like those big wedding weeks and yeah. I do think um, where you get a lot of focus on them is it's very I, just, I don't know I just I just like a lot of focus on the weddings because I think yeah, when, you've got, when you've got bits in between, which are only tiny bits like Nancy moving in with Sharon and Zach.
1: those ones are pointless.
0: like that, like, that, that just that just felt like it was shoehorned in a bit. yeah,
1: definitely. Balon was fantastic but I'm a bit old school like Emma. I would have liked the whole week to have been dedicated to, to Balham. And I would have preferred not to have so many, just for this week. Cause normally we're the ones who go, I want multiple storylines, yeah. you know, throughout the week. but just for a big week, like a wedding week, it should just be people like involved in the wedding. It should be like Whitney. It should be Ballam It should be Phil, Kat, things like that. We I, went a bit for me was the fact that you had Amy kind of finding Bailey in that week and, and keeping a secret and stuff. All of those other little bits kind of bogged it down a bit. And there was moments where it would shift to another story right in the middle of really hard and balanced stuff. And I'd be like, oh, actually, I would have preferred to have stayed at the reception or I would have preferred to have stayed at the, the registry office at that moment. Now it's time to play... Whose Line Is It Anyway? It's a little game that we like to play here where I say a quote and Emma just has to guess whose line it was. And this one is the Wolfert Wedding Edition of Whose Line Is It Anyway? So it's all lines from infamous weddings and I'm sure Emma will know her stuff. So without further ado, let's begin. Here's your first quote, Emma. She's about as Jewish as a bacon sandwich. <laughs>
0: That was iconic. I love that. (laughs) That was our lovely pat at Janine's wedding.
1: Perfect, perfect, Emma. And it was, it was a fantastic episode. It was great. It was so much fun. Um, And it was classic EastEnders.
0: I think about that line often.
1: (laughs) Me too, actually. Quote number two Wellian, I don't love you. Mel. Correct, it's Mel. It's after obviously Mel finds out that Ian's been lying about his daughter having cancer and married her.
0: <laughs> oh, Ian. Mick! <Mark>! Shirley. <laughs> Correct, <laughs> on Mick
1: and Linda's beautiful wedding day, it's Shirley when she was almost drowned by Dean. She only found out yesterday I had a bit of the groom. Oh, uh,
0: why do I feel like this is Ben?
1: Correct, it is Ben. It goes back to when we started our podcast, Emma, oh. with the Whitney Callum wedding storyline. We did. I feel like
0: we've come such a long way because
1: we, we started with that and now with
0: the band of Wedding. Yeah, that was like,
1: God. what, like 2019 or something, yes. so, wasn't it? we
0: started in September 2019.
1: That is crazy how time has flown. Oh, I know. And, and yes, it was. It was Ben to Bianca when he was explaining that he, he basically slept with Callum. <laughs> That's where you belong. With the dead. Dead to me. That's what you are. I could give you a clue on this one because this one's a bit of a difficult one. Not many people remember this scene. So this individual is close to my heart. Not in my heart. Close to. She's in the I hate section of my my heart. So I think you know who this is. Is
0: it Carol? It's
1: Carol Jackson. (laughs) Yes, it's the (laughs) lovely words of a wonderful mother... To her daughter on her wedding day after she shoved Bianca onto her grave. Oh, lovely. Yeah, lovely. She hadn't seen that for years and came back just to say that.
0: Oh, so sweet.
1: <laughs> what a lovely woman. I can just snap my fingers and Peggy will come running, just as she always does. Is that Archie? Correct. It's Archie when he puts his foot in his mouth after bragging to Ronnie that he can get away with anything. Including lying about her daughter being dead. Quote number eight. Now, this is a tricky one, ever, but you'll know it straight away. So, we don't see this on screen. This didn't occur on screen, just for you wondering. But this was most certainly said during the wedding. Hashtag living the dream. <laughs> Ruby. <laughs> Correct, it was Ruby on Insta during her wedding weekend. <laughs> And it's not just the sex that makes the honeymoon.
0: Tanya. <laughs>
1: it's correct, it's Tanya, this Stacy. Arse is killing it. I knew Emma would get me. <laughs> now, for the final one, the final quote, Emma, you're almost there. Here's your final quote Watch me, Daddy. <laughs> I love, the, I love <laughs> what you just done.
0: <laughs> Connor pretended just... to fall. <laughs> <laughs>
1: it was quite wonderful. And Stella. <laughs> Correct, it was Stella on her wedding day when she decided to take a swan dive off of the roof. Well, Emma, congratulations. Your prizes should have been here already, but unfortunately, we trusted Mitty to deliver them. And just like when he tried to stop Sam's wedding, <laughs> he's gotten caught up and missed everything. <laughs> Standard. I mean, times is not his thing, is it? But don't you worry, because I've got here a lovely dusty bouquet that I saved from that time when we were invited to Joe and Pauline's wedding. So I'll pop them along in the post for you. Now it's time to play the match game, the Ballon Bonanza. Duh, duh. Yes, it's the match game, Balaam It's all just Ballum related. And basically, it's as all other match games have been. Emma has to just match my answers to the questions and the things that I read out. It's quite simple, really. The rules are, are fun, and, and I'm sure you're all aware of them now. So without further ado, let's begin. Ben's quite the picky eater. But what exotic European dish has become his favourite since shacking up with Callum. I was
0: going to say chicken pasta.
1: (laughs) Correct! (laughs) Obviously in brackets, not the creamy kind. Oh, no. Tomato sauce. Tomato sauce. (laughs) Ballum's second date, the one we didn't see, was at the zoo. But which animal was Ben's absolute favourite? Would you like a clue? I would like a clue. So he says the line when telling a little story to Lexi about an animal. About a very fatherly animal. Oh um
0: yeah. Was it a lion?
1: Correct, it was Daddy Lion! <laughs> 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 now I've just got images of Phil behind like a zoo <laughs> enclosure. <like standing> <laughs>
0: I've got images of um Sonia's uh whole pen like <laughs> that life-saving moment. Yeah, I love
1: that moment.
0: A birro, a byron a knife.
1: byron and a knife. A save, save Balam, really, didn't you? What kind of culinary love does Balam have, according to Stuart?
0: <laughs> Just thinking of
1: multi bread, I'm sorry. <laughs> green, green bread love. <laughs> it was a line from the other week. I can't, I, I can't obviously give you any more than that.
0: I don't know. I'm, I'm just going to go moldy That's bread. That's all right.
1: Moldy bread's <laughs> fine, but it's not the, not the right answer. Unfortunately, it is lasagna in the shoes, kind of, love. Lasagna in the shoes? That would be
0: uncomfortable.
1: I know. I can imagine he did out of there That's as well. That's a
0: really odd, like, phrase, isn't it?
1: Yeah. I'm going to have to
0: dissect that next week, guys.
1: <laughs> it's apparently what Lorraine did to Stuart all the time. Always put lasagna in his shoes. Whitney couldn't make the wedding on account of getting pulled over for of speeding. But well, what would she have said when asked if anyone had any lawful reasons as to why these two men could not marry? I saw him first. <laughs> 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 I said that, and also put, and then followed that with, it killed Gosh. Oh, yeah, definitely. Ben killed. Though the wedding invite said, Small casual, what accessory was outlawed by Lexi under punishment of death? It has to be the dreaded hat. Correct! On to the next one, Emma. Chelsea found love in a hopeless place, aka, I beat that with a drug dealer who killed a person in front of her. But where did Ben and Callum first find their love, if you catch my meaning?
0: It was in the park, wasn't it?
1: Exactly, Emma. They had a little bit of a roll around on the swing. <laughs> on to your final question now, Emma. Although you wouldn't know it, Hunter was a big Ballon fan. But what wedding present would he have sent to Ben?
0: Probably a gun.
1: Correct! The gun that he used to shoot him. So congratulations, Emma. You have got... An autographed picture of the Highway Brothers in their dressing gowns. Oh, lovely. I'm
0: going to frame that one. This week's episode is sponsored by Stuart Space Bread.
1: It may look green. It may even look a little mouldy and possibly poisonous. But pay no mind, you won't get ergot poisoning from this
2: wonderful treat. It's just a little bit of food colouring. Hope you enjoyed the fireworks. Good night.